Hey, Road Trippin' fam. We are excited to let you know that Road Trippin' is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played NBA Daily Fantasy on FanDuel before? Well, check this out. Right now, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with a 20% deposit match. Why should you play on FanDuel NBA? Well, for one, it is easy to use when it comes to their app. What's not to love about that? But also, for example, they offer different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level. Oh yeah, and get this, you can play for big prizes, single game contests for the biggest national matches, and enter contests for as low as five cents. That's right, five cents. Simply incredible. So again, let's recap. Right now, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with a 20% deposit match. Enter URL FanDuel.com backslash roadtrippin to play now and get your deposit bonus. That's URL FanDuel.com backslash roadtrippin so they know we sent you. FanDuel, more ways to win. You got six more workouts today, Phil. Stop it. All right, here we go. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Welcome Wait, can I fix my camera? Dude. Oh, Richard? <laughs> he actually does need to. I should have told you that. Is that jacket twill? <laughs> Isn't it called tweed? Tweed? A twill? Tweed. <laughs> what, is, what is twill? I don't I think it is tweed. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you guys ever get through a podcast, man? Okay, for the 19th time, cheers. 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 Welcome into this edition cheers. of Road Trippin', presented by FanDuel. I'm your host, Ali Clifton, Channing Fry, Richard Jefferson. Um, I say it often, but really, I mean it. Um, this man needs no introduction. He's won three NBA championships. He's been three? a part of them. Yeah, on the coaching side of things. and the player development side of things, uh, we all know him, obviously. He's smiling. His name is Phil Handy. He's an assistant coach with the Los Angeles Lakers. Philip. Hello, Philip Handy. Hey, Phil. <laughs> Philip ZJ Handy. What's oh, going wow. on? Wait, what, where does CJ come from? No, we CJ. don't know. If you don't know what it is, you can't afford it. Can we first talk about how last night, Gina, the wonderful Gina, who is uh, so dope and keeps us all together, books all of our guests. Uh, she said that Phil was in for the podcast today and Richard's response was, Phil who? Phil who? <laughs> no, but this is... This is why that don't surprise me. But Phil, it's not wasn't you, right? Like there were some talks of some other guests, like Jerry Springer, Maury (laughs) Povich. So when I said Phil, I was like, "Are we getting Doctor Fucking?" Yeah, you got Doctor. I I didn't know. That was my response. Then everyone started cracking jokes like Phil Donahue and like so. I was just like, "No, but seriously, like who who's Phil?" <laughs> I, I, I don't think I, I am a doctor of sorts, though. I got a PhD. I don't think I, I don't, I'm not of sorts. That's not what we're asking. I don't, I don't like, I, I don't think, what do we call, do we call him Handy? What do we call him, Phil? What do we call him? Oh, what did you call him? What did you call him? Oh, no, see, there you go, Channing, with, with that, that bull, with that bull crap. That bull's no, you can say bullshit. You can say bullshit, Philip Handy. <laughs> you know, I can't yeah. get over how strong your jaw looks right now. Now, pause, pause. Who? Richard? Yeah. I don't know what's up with your beard. It's throwing me off. Do you have makeup on or something? No makeup, dog. All natural. That's why my head is always shining. Right? So people, people no, say I got up. a shiny bald head. And Ali, you can attest it. Who got a shinier head? Richard or D-Mill? Oh, D-Mill. Oh, me. <laughs> no, D-Mill. D-Mill's no got way. a no, 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 no. got a shinier head in general. When I'm when I'm on TV, the camera just glistens off of my bald head. I'm a glistening body. Gl- oh, all glistening. Oh, looking all good and shit. Looking all good. Hey, 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 hey. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Anyway. Uh well, let's just go back to Cleveland. Road tripping. It's a place where it originated, of course. And it's all about storytelling. And Channing's always like, we need to tell more stories. Oh God. So come on, guys. Give me some stories. Give us some stories that we don't know about Cleveland, Ohio. Phil, can I tell you a funny thing? So Phil, when I first went there, Phil's the man, right? But I think Phil knows where his lane is with certain players. So he's working out Kyrie and he's doing this. And I get there and Phil got me doing these little left and right things. And the first day I do it. He's like, okay, do this, dribble, do this. And then the next day he was like, 
yeah, we're not going to do none of that we did the first day. We're going to do this. You slide, you shoot. You backpedal, you shoot. You dribble once. So Phil is over there working on Kyrie, in and out, cross, bang, bang, hit him with this. He's like, Channing, stand still, shoot, stand still, pump fake, <laughs> dribble, shoot. So I was like, you know, Phil didn't say anything, but I noticed and every time I was trying to dribble, Phil's like, no, we're not going to work on that today. We'll work on that later. <laughs> That's a lie, man. You just do this. Yeah. That's a lie. Phil, no, no it's okay to teach people. It's okay to teach people their limitations, Phil. It is okay. That is as important no, as teaching very comfortable. what they can do is also teaching them what they cannot do. And that's okay, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Phil I was so happy. I was so tired from them damn dribble workouts. I was nah, like, bro, that's a great. That's a great workout for you. It's a good cardio. RJ, oh. you remember we was in Miami, right? But I, literally, I was just about to go there. <laughs> these, idiots invite, these idiots invited me. Like, remember, we all got going. Like, Channing, this was before you got traded there, so it was preseason. I didn't know anybody, and I didn't really fuck with a lot of people. Like, Bron always goes back to that, like his first Halloween party. It wasn't that I didn't want to go. It was just that I had just gotten in town or something had just happened. I didn't have anything. They're like, oh, RJ, you coming? And then like a couple months later, Brom was like, man, everybody was talking about it. He's like, yeah, that's when Richard didn't fuck with us anymore. And I was like, no, it's not that I didn't fuck with you guys. I just didn't really know you. And I don't like people, right? So you didn't go but to the Halloween party? The first Halloween party I didn't go to, it was, I had other stuff going on. I think the kids were just coming. Something was going on. So I couldn't go. And I just like, I was like, I didn't feel the need to tell them that was it going, but no, well, but before that in Miami, they were getting everybody together for Miami. We had like a team workout. I went and then Bron was like, you know, Hey, I'm going to stay just like a couple more days, Rich, if you want to do it. Now, mind you, I like, we went there for three days. I brought enough clothes for like one and a half. So I had to go buy more clothes for the extra, like four days that I was there. But I was working out with Bron and Phil and they were having me do these things. And I was like, guys, you know, like, I don't do those things. Like, <laughs> I was, I was like, uh, and like people, we're not trying to say that even for professional athletes, like we're skilled, we do this. But like Phil can either raise your level or he can hone your level. <laughs> and I was at year 15 and I didn't want to raise or hone any skill. So <laughs> me, and Phil, me and Phil very quickly realized that. Yeah, Rich, so we're going to do some one dribble pull-up. I still have the video. See, Pally, oh. what you don't know is I have video. Let me see if I can find it. I got the video. Oh, God. Hey, you know what? We have, we're, we're on a time crunch, dude. That's we don't have time for you to search your phone. Hey, technology technology is real quick these days, RJ. Remember oh, when Kevin came on our podcast a couple of weeks ago and we discussed the video that Phil put out? Oh, man. Oh, that shit was funny. Hold on. Listen, I was watching film the next day, just breaking down film. And I just happened to catch Kevin on the sidelines. He was talking to Bron. Bron was talking to him. <laughs> and the kid went under. And before you guys saw the clip, and I just, I could, I lost it. I was, I was dying, man. I uh, could not stop laughing, man. I think I watched that like five times over and over and over. I couldn't, I couldn't. I had to send it to K-Love. Now look, like Phil, we don't take this. No, we won't take this personal. We won't take this personal. But you've won three championships most recently. Um, you won with the Lakers, you won with the Cavs, you won with Toronto, all very different championships. You had a bubble championship. You had a, the three, one championship. Allie's looks like she's fired up about something like she was going to go there. Mm -hmm. No, but I'm asking, I'm at, okay. And then the next championship, I'll obviously like the one year rent a player in Kauai, which team was the one year rent a player? <laughs> Hey, they got a quick return on their money. You know oh, what I'm saying? Like you go man. there and put a hundred dollars on black or you can put a hundred dollars on, on double zero and you grab that money and you walk out. <laughs> Which team was, you got to get, break it down. You got to rank. Which team was the funniest? Oh, One, two, far. three. Cleveland by far. Cleveland. Oh yeah. Yeah. We know that. Okay. You know last year, I'm going to say this. Last year's Lakers team is a close second. Really? Dwight and JaVale, I told somebody this a while ago. I said, hey, man, Dwight and JaVale are Channing and Richard. I had that, yo, them two, when I say them two, biggest, two of the biggest clowns, like, <laughs> for real, for real. They were I, just I don't feel like that's a compliment. I was going to say, you like that's a compliment. Hold I on. feel like you started that statement, and you're like, oh, this is not coming off the way I want it to. No, no, no. It is because between you and Channing, come on, bro. Between yep, you and 
Between you, Channing, and Damon Jones. Oh, God. Dude, Dante Jones. Jones. Oh, Dante Jones. Well, the funny thing is, but the funny thing is, like we, we, me and Channing, we make every, we bring out Goofy and other people, right? (laughs) Like, like that's the thing. It's not only are we funny, Goofy, whatever, but we make other people be Goofy with us, just either out of annoyance or just because (laughs) they're just tired of fighting it. Yeah, actually, I actually like that. I agree with that. And can I just take your question one step further? This is why I was like, oh, no, he's going to ask the same question that one of our callers asked. She set it up essentially the same. So take a listen. Phil, this is for you. Hey, Allie, this is Jackie. I'm calling from North Carolina, Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, I got a question for Phil. Um, I want to know which championship felt the best for him. You know, was it in... Cleveland, LeBron brought the trophy to Cleveland, you know, after returning, was it in, uh, with the Raptors, you know, the one year with Kawhi, um, you know, one and done, he's gone, you know, beat the, the, the Golden State Warriors, or was it last year in the NBA bubble with the Lakers, you know, you, you stay isolated and you want to win the championship, that's the ultimate goal, the only reason you're there, you know, which one felt the best for Phil? Thanks. Hey, shout out callers. Guys, don't forget if you got a question for any of our guests or any of us, uh, don't forget to text us. Allie will tell you the number. You know what, Allie, I, I would have to say, look, winning championships, RJ can tell you, Tanny can tell you, they're not easy. But I would have to say Cleveland, just because of the magnitude of what we went through, you know, being down 3-1, you know, that's, that's pretty much in, it's, in a wrap. It's, it's a wrap. It's over. <laughs> so for us, you know, I think, and you were part of that too, Al. I mean, all of us here, that was a, uh, I still get chills thinking about that championship for what we went through, especially that night after game four, when we were all in the locker room. And, you know, every I, everybody always asks me about that. They're like, the locker room was so calm. Man, these dudes were all just like, hey, listen, if you don't think we can, we can go to Golden State and win game five, then don't get on the plane. And that was kind of like the mindset. And so I always felt like, just being able to do that in for Cleveland, for the city of Cleveland, for Bron, you know, for guys that had went through their careers, you know, RJ, the Channings. Um, it, it, to me, it was just, I think that's, a, that's the most special one. One, it was the first one, but how we did it, how we were able to, to accomplish that was, was pretty special. I had a call this morning, right? And they were like, well, when you were down 3-1, they were like, well, were you guys nervous? What was it like? And I was like, fuck no. I was like... I, I literally, we like locked in even more and we were eating dinner. I remember we would go eat dinner and people were watching film at dinner, you know what I'm saying? And then Richard was probably the only nervous person. <laughs> Richard turned into a nervous wreck and wouldn't come out of his room. <laughs> and we're like sitting down and, and here's a I've story. been through I a lot, Kenny. I've been uh, through a lot, dude. Nash, <laughs> see, you don't know because you didn't go to the final four, but like a national championship. <laughs> Uh, you know, the last, cha- first of all, me and Channing both won state championships in Arizona. And so that was the last championship that either of us had won. <laughs> so it was like to lose in two NBA finals and, and Olympics and in the national championship game. Wait, lose, yeah, you definitely trash. lost at the Olympics. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, technically I, won, technically I won my last game at the Olympics, the bronze, <laughs> but <laughs> But yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I was, I was, yeah, I was not all the way there. I have the ability to get quite. Hold on, didn't uh, didn't RJ have to start game five? Yes, he had. To, so that's why he didn't come out of his room. See, Fra? No, dude. Wait, you started game five. K Love was. Uh, no, I started game. No, two. Was it? No, it was I, three. I started game three. I started, started game three. I started game three and four. I started game three and four. I thought it was game five too. Did K Love miss game five? K K Love. We won game three, so I think we brought Kevin back off the bench in game four because we had won game three. Right. And then after we lost game four, which we shouldn't have lost, but Golden State did what they needed to do, we uh, Kevin started five, six, seven. Largest, uh, uh, long, in case anybody's doing the math, longest streak in between NBA Finals starts. I started my second year in the league in the NBA Finals. And then my 15th year, 13-year <laughs> gap in between NBA finals starts. Oh, you, know, you know Richard gets to nervous stage or like full-on like Richard Moe when this guy goes and gets a coffee, right? Drinks the coffee on the bus, then pounds a five-hour energy, and it's like, 
let's go guys. And he's out there running and comes off the bench. Chad, so what did I say? And James Jones is like, Chad, talk to your boy. I go, hey, I can't talk to him. I'm nervous. I'm, they move him too fast. Just in case I need to get out there. Hey, I told people, these fools were moving so fucking fast. I said, I got no business out there. I said, this is, it's me and Phil. We good right here. We did enough. Hey, I was out there two minutes. I looked at the team like, nah, this ain't it. This ain't me, big fella. I think this we had every time Virgil came out there. I said, yes, here we go. <laughs> I said, nope. I was like, yeah, fuck. You know when I, I realized, you know when I realized how crazy um, and real the moment was And this, I want to say this the right way because I respect it and I thought it was incredible. It was just something different. It was something I observed, right? That's my job. So being on the road with you guys right around the corner from our hotel was a um, church, a place where you oh, could yeah. go to church. We and I remember coming back from the Grove game seven morning and I saw three, four players come out of church on Sunday morning. Damn I right. was like, whoa, okay, so, are they? So real, I mean, so, they are really in it. Like game seven, <laughs> the morning of game seven. Okay, now, 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 let's, let's go back. Let's go back. So this is what happened. So oh, were when you I, one of them? Yeah, I, I led the charge. I led the charge. So this is what happened. Richard said, listen, we need Jesus. No, no, this is, no, this is what happened. I played for Golden, when I played for Golden State a few years prior, I lived not far from the Grove. I lived not far from the Grove when I played for Golden State because I lived in San Francisco. And so I met a pastor there just, you know, randomly. And I'd gone to church, I think once or twice there. And then randomly when we were in town, he sees me in the area because the, because the church was right behind the four seasons. So like, I think I was grabbing a coffee or something. He's like, oh, Richard, man, good to see you again. How are you doing? And he's like, you know, good luck. He's like, you know, we moved our, our churches over right here in this area. So I was like, okay, I'll go. So game five, we go, I think it was on a Sunday. And so I go to church. I was like, ah, you know, I'll go say what's up to, you know, the, the, the pastor, really, really nice Jesus. guy. I can't remember the church. And then fast forward the next few games, it's back to game seven. So now after we won game five, everybody did the exact same thing they did uh, before games, uh, before, before game feet. seven. It don't matter don't how many eggs you had. You had to make sure everything was chopped up the same way. We would have probably wore the same fucking clothes if we could. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> hey. I wore the same suit for like <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. people were not changing oh, nothing. So nothing. I said, so I think I told James Jones and Dante, cause all these are all guys that we used to go to chapel with. So I was like, Hey guys, like there's a, you know, so I was like, guys, there's a, 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 a pretty good church. If you guys want to go, it's literally right behind the hotel at the four seasons. Um, and so that's how we ended up going. And it was like game five, game seven, Back-to-back -back church services. I wasn't changing a thing. I was so like, oh, I just brought more people. They're winning what? now. Look at oh. these guys. Listen, oh, yeah. That was weird. They were like, okay, who got on the bus before you? What time you were there? Did you take a nap when you were on the plane? You better nap now, motherfucker. You're sleepy as shit. If you sleep then, you sleep now. Don't change nothing. You're sleepy as shit. What music you listen to, what food, what room, all that. Don't If you didn't go last time, you ain't going to eat with us now. Stay in your room. Phil, no, one, one of my favorite parts of game seven was the clip of you chasing down Kyrie. Did you fall? Oh, no, I just tackled him. Oh, I, tackled that him. was like, I'm telling you, I, like, I don't, everybody was just in, in pandemonium. He was the first person I saw. Nobody hugged me. So, <laughs> so, Maybe you should have went to chanting. I, I was like, this, yes. No, I didn't fall. I tackled him. Oh, because you were like in a suit, dress shoes, like everything. Man, the whole nine. I mean, you know, I think that that part was obviously a lot of deep-rooted stuff with Kyrie, the relationship, and just before you guys had all came to Cleveland. Uh, you know me, Allie, you remember, we used to have those, after my first year in Cleveland, our talks on the back of the bus, the team struggles, and, you know, that was a, a totally different team. So his growth up until that point was, was major you know, for him to be able to get to that point from, from when, when I get first got to Cleveland, his maturity level. And so it was just, uh, man, that was just a powerful moment for me individually to be able to, to see him have growth like that and reach that point. Because uh, that was, obviously that shot is going to go down in history as one of the, one of the most clutch shots ever. It's, it's to me, I, I don't think I've seen, I, I stand by. There is not a bigger shot in NBA history. People point to Ray Allen's shot. 
Mm. People point to, you know, MJ's final shot, right? Uh, yeah, I, I get it. MJ was the greatest. I'm not, but if you're to, I, Dame shot that he did over OKC of just like shots that you're going to see for the rest of our lives. As long as there is an NBA, you will see those five shots. I still think with Kyrie's shot, with all that was on the line, given the team that we were playing, mm. giving on the road, 73 wins, two-time MVP, down 3-1, there is not a shot that has all our similar components to it. That much, no, no shot has that much weight. No. Right? When you start putting things on that, right, everything could have gone And that wrong. motherfucker teed up a three, though. <laughs> <laughs> jazz. The crazy, I mean, man, the crazy part about it, like how, you know, how Bron, you know, you, you got, he trusted him. Yeah. Right? Just ultimate trust to say, come on, man. You know, let's, let's get What'd this. You do? Let's get this matchup. Oh, yeah. And JR, how many screens did JR said? Oh, 17 <laughs> of them. JR might as well just grab one and just walk Screen, rescreen, rescreen. Oh, the one time he pulled Clay at the last time, he like grabbed Clay's arm and like I walked back. I'm like, they could have caught a foul and some right. shit like that. Uh, but no, no, no. Okay. Ask you this question. Um, Richard, were you going to go another direction with me? Nope. I ain't got nothing sure. to say. I just know that we can continue to like tell all the stories, but I think like what is awesome about this and it's what we all know about you, Phil. Um, and anytime, you know, like we just put out on um, our road tripping channels um, that you were coming on, that you were a guest and it's all like, you know, Phil is the GOAT. Phil and his relationships, you know, who were the best uh, ball handlers Phil worked with? Like everyone does want to know what makes you so good at what you do. And I think you nailed it when we were talking before this, the relationships that you have, um, the different kinds of relationships. How and at what point did you know that that's what your strength was and how do you, I guess, kind of navigate and continue to keep them going? Because you do, you work with the best in the game and they're all different, but you have that special relationship. I mean, Ali, we're all, we're all people, right? I think again, RJ and, and Channing can attest that they've, they've been around the league for many years. I've always said that as a coach, I mean, we're still human beings. So at the end of the day, it's, it's just about building relationships. And it's not always about basketball. You know, I think I didn't know RJ when he came to Miami, but me and RJ went to dinner. You know, we sat down and have a drink. You know, we, we a lot of them. A lot, you know what I'm saying? So I, to, me, to me, Ali, I've always had this, this, this mindset of, yeah, basketball is, is what we do for our job. But these dudes are, are, are young men, they're human beings. So I want to build like real relationships with them that don't have anything to do with basketball. And I think that transfers to what we do on the floor. First off, they always understand that my, my main objective is just to help them become better basketball players, continue your careers, add to their game, and just keep going. I don't want anything else. The rest of it will organically happen. You know, we'll have a relationship because again, I think they'll, they'll start to understand who I am. No bullshit, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm one of those people that just loves the game of basketball. And so that's, that's how I've always approached it. The relationship is built through basketball, but understanding organically that hey, I just want you to become a better basketball player first. And then we go into other areas. Oh, that's so fucking boring. Hey, Channing, how about when, Channing, Channing, how about when Phil gets mad? Isn't it funny? Phil gets mad. Wait, Phil gets oh, mad. Oh yeah. Cause Phil, when Phil gets mad, when Phil gets mad, he's no longer coach Phil. No, he's like, Phil, he's hang like, on, what does that look like? I didn't know Phil got mad. He's no longer well, Coach Phil. Phil. It's usually he's in the like, back. He, so when Phil he is mad, he's still going like, ears. I'm in the park, Phil. Yeah. Okay, to your point, Channing, hey, because, because he here, was. Oh, you want that? Oh, that's what you want? That's what, that's what the fuck you want? That's what you want? Man, yo, get out of here with that bullshit. Because all of a sudden, it's like, yo, what happened? Anybody hey. seen Coach Phil? Hey, can I ask you guys a question? Yes. Because I have not been able to replay this. People have always asked me about the locker room episode in Golden State. What and I feel, like I, I feel like I blacked Which out. Which one? <laughs> I was on oh, RJ. Oh, 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 oh. I blacked after, out too. After, <laughs> I blacked out too. Wait, tell oh. it. Can we, can we no, hear it? No, what? Yeah. I, I, like, I'm literally, I'm like, I remember it, but I don't remember it. I remember Phil came in and was screaming, and I was like, damn. I'm not going to play in this, right? <laughs> so my mind is like, 
I think I played a little so bit selfish. So selfish, Channing. Right? But I was like, no, no, no. But I was like, damn, they're moving too fast for me. Okay, shit. Put the pride aside. What can I do for my team? So I'm looking like maybe I can get somebody some ice or something. So, <laughs> so Phil comes in. Boom. You, mother. Ah, bro. You don't want to do that. It's was screaming. And I was like, oh, he's talking to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> because here's a true story. Remember, we had gone over the film of JR staying connected to the body. We literally went over that 50 times. And the first play, first of, the play game, of the game, he lets go of the body and Clay and Steph, they do one of these, right? Because you're supposed to be what underneath and force him up and grab it. And the first play, and obviously I'm on the bench, it feels uh. like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> After that, Phil was gone. JR oh, needed a fucking Is this game seven? Yeah, JR needed a fucking play. He needed a Hold on, no, RJ. Look, let's keep this it. Game seven, Phil. I only get mad. I only get mad when y'all do dumb shit. Which is all the time. Which is all the time. Players all the time. do dumb shit. No, but but my thing is this though, Phil. It's not that you get mad. Everybody gets mad. It's about who you turn into not you everybody <laughs> everybody ali tried to say that like oh no she's like yesterday she was like oh no i'm always like a two but i can go 10 but i was like yeah but you go from two to ten there is no six seven eight nine no there is no six seven eight no. nine you go from two to oh, ten right majority so, of the time i'm a two yes oh, but when on. you go to ten there you is no escalation. There is no two, three, four. Uh oh, uh oh. It's, it's, oh, it's at 10. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, two, 10. That, that, so, what is it. Phil? What is Phil? When Phil? when Phil gets mad, he goes from Uncle Phil, right? <laughs> where he's just like, he goes from Uncle Phil, where he's like everyone's dad and best friend and mentor, to like fucking the OG crazy Phil, Phil the that OG just got Philly out of Phil. two years ago. Yeah, yeah, Uncle yeah. That's where he goes. <laughs> He goes from Uncle Phil to Oakland Phil. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. that's real. I'll accept that. I'll accept Phil, that. Phil stopped yelling after, at me after a while, and when I would come off the bench, he'd be like, <laughs> "I'm like, damn, I, mean, I fucked up." I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but but this is one thing that I want to. This is what I want to say about why individuals. I'm over like, here. Phil, Phil gave his long, drawn-out bullshit answer, but I'll tell you, which was truth. great. It was great. It was a great answer, Phil. Congratulations. The reason why play individuals like Phil, and you're talking about the NBA, you're talking about the best athletes in the world. You're talking about an individual that works out with Braun every single day, that works out with Kawhi every day, that worked out with Kyrie for years, right? So like Phil has worked with all of the top players in the world. Kobe. Phil, how much of your job is literally therapy? <laughs> because <laughs> no, this is why i want to i want to i want to express it to people you can have all the skills in the world you can right. have all the different things in the world you can build personal relationships but how much of your job pre or post game would you consider that you are an actual therapist to 13 guys man dr phil that's why dr. I, phil. I have a phd of sorts yeah people think coaching is just no there is a lot of there is a lot of that to it, to, mm -hmm. to build, you know, again, just, yeah, sometimes it's just about listening, man. I would have nights with Kyrie where we would be in that arena at three o'clock in the morning and he would be in there talking about, I'm a cage lion. He won't let me out of my cage. No, look, this yeah. is, this is, so that part is that the therapy part is real, right? Yeah. And RJ, look, you guys know our Channing, there are, I just always believe that, a lot of coaches don't really take the time to just spend time with you guys. Are they just like, I'm talking about just having conversations, right? Whatever that may be. So the therapy part of it is real. Sometimes it's just to listen. Sometimes you might come into practice and you don't feel like working out. We might just need to sit down and chop, chop it up a little bit. You know, I, yeah. do a game. I, yeah. I learned that my first year, man. Like I learned my first year coaching the NBA. I was like, man, this is, this is not just all about basketball. There's so many, cause you guys have so much stuff going on in your lives families, whatever it is. I learned that my first year and I had to pick up on that piece to understand how to deal with it. Yeah. Cause sometimes a player can show up for a workout and he can be shooting shots, but you can look in his eyes and see that his mind isn't there. 
Like you can pass a ball person 20 shots in a row. They can make 19 out of 20, but you're like, yo, what's going on? You're not right. here. What was, what, yeah, yeah, I, what was, what's the deal? Like, ah, no, no, I'm cool. It's like, all right. So are we just going to like shoot it? And that's how you're going to get your mind right. Or are we going to talk about it? And so it's like, that was one thing that I, I will say that you, as far as like, when you talk about, you know, obviously winning a championship, it is a fucking men- it's mental warfare because oh. you're down to you're down to one. You're Man. somebody gets injured. There's this. And it's not just the Cavs team. It's the Laker team being in the bubble for 100 plus days. It's Toronto being down 2-0 to to uh, to Milwaukee in the conference finals. Like there, there's a lot of mental warfare that's going on. So like when you're trying to master the psychology part of it. That's part of the reason why I don't question. Obviously, you guys have had a lot of things go your way in other teams, but part of the reason why you've been involved with teams is because I could see how valuable you were from the psychology standpoint of our team. And people need to understand we're together every day for nine fucking months. Yeah. Nine <laughs> months. That's a lot, man. That's fucking a lot. A lot. Phil, you more time, you spend more time with your teammates and your team than you do with your family. For sure. Facts. Easily. Easily. People, don't, people don't really understand that piece, right? And it's just like we would come in and we would have days where motherfuckers don't want to see each other. You don't want to see the coaches. You don't want to see your teammates. You don't want to see the training staff. Like, it's, it's a real family atmosphere, right? Yeah. They oh. don't want to hear me and Channing fucking goofing off. <laughs> right? They're like, oh, right, not today, fucking Channing. Like, too late, bitch. This is me every day. I'm going to be <laughs> consistent. But that's what, but see, y'all two motherfuckers, for real, y'all, y'all made it bearable. Because you understood that you couldn't come in every day and just be the same on Monday. No, we never make it through the season. No, I think never. I almost got in one one fight. It was one time Kyrie was talking crazy to me, and I was just like, <laughs> I was like, is my is my contract guaranteed right now? Because I'm gonna have to cuss his ass out. But we were cool after that. After that, we were cool. He would, but you know, Kyrie sees the game so much slower than uh, other people, and so I wasn't seeing what he was seeing. <laughs> Didn't say it to me very nicely. And, you know, I got to switch. Remember, I was uh, another time I cussed y'all out because I didn't even play during the game and went to go get a chip and I cussed brought out. I said, only one person gets to make fun of me. Wait, were you talking about that time that you stuck your whole hand in like the guac? I did not stick my whole fucking hand in the guac. Yes, <laughs> you did. I in the guac the game. I was hungry. I took a chip and a guac, and Richard started getting on me. I was already upset. <laughs> and then Braun chimed in, and I was like, man, shut the fuck up, Braun. Who's one person gets to make fun of me? One person at a time. Uh, Bill, like, I, do have a, I do have a question, because we've all talked about it. it. We've talked about um, Kyrie a lot on this episode, and you've, I feel like, been very open to a degree with the relationship that you've had with him. Um, he's a grown man. He's very sure of himself. I'm not saying that you need to speak on his behalf by any means. Um, but knowing and understanding and seeing what he's gone through lately, whether it be this season or just over the years, and honestly, your position right now, I don't even know if you're able to have, uh, that relationship still with him. Are you able to stay in contact? I mean, cause I know as much as he's meant to you, um, you of know, course. what's kind of fine with him. Yeah, that's that's where to me is is more than is more than just basketball. I I keep in touch with Kawhi. I keep in touch with with Steve Nash. I keep in touch. You know, like those Kawhi conversations must be real dry. One, hey bro, how you doing Kawhi? Okay, Yo, he, he's funnier than people think. Straight up, yeah. okay. even like, because you have no expectations. Anything <laughs> is funny. No, Anything but, more than yes to no, I'd be cracking. Uh, but to, you know, to answer your question, yeah, Ali, we we keep in touch. Um, you know, I just one of those things where it's not even about basketball mm-hmm. or being about his, his well-being, you know, how's he doing and yep. just, just, just making sure he's good. You know, him and his, him and his dad, I'm, I'm really good friends with his dad. So it's, that's at that point, man, it becomes more than basketball. And again, RJ and Channing will tell you, you win a championship with somebody. Oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Uh, it. We're stuck. Yeah. We're stuck. We don't even got to like each other. If I call <laughs> you, you got to pick up the call. <laughs> Call me, I gotta call yeah. you. Back. We're like blooded into a, a yeah, really like we, like, it, it's so funny. It's so funny. Trying to get like, I like, from each other. Yeah, like Shump, like I like Shump is so funny. Like, but those were oh, like Shump and Kai and all those guys. No, but they were the younger guys. No, they I were kind of the younger you. guys, and we were like the older guys. But it's like even Shump, even Shump right now. 
Like, yeah, like Shump, I'll show, I'll just randomly text message him or see something on IG that he did. And I'll just send him a random asshole message. I ain't spoke to him in six months. I ain't said shit, you know, whatever. Just like, yo, you're fucking ugly and I hate you, right? And then just keep it moving. You know, that's that's the part that's fun, man. And even like, look, getting to the finals, like and doing all this stuff again, like when I was with the Nets, like Jay Kidd and Kenyon and Carrie and Keith, all of these guys are guys that like the minute I see them, is like, I know what we accomplished. Or I know we didn't win it, but you know yeah. what we did. Yeah. And so like, that's a brotherhood. But to win a championship, it is literally an even whole nother level, yes. you know, of like sure. the connectivity that you have with each other. For sure. Well, uh, do you want to dive into, because you aren't just an assistant for the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, your 94 feet of game app that you have, that you've launched. Um, you're also oh, shit. How with, much is that thing? You're also Deeper working than your with fucking wine. The, the stud in her, her I'm own right. Prices, bitch. Jewel, Jewel <laughs> Lloyd, um, obviously with the WNBA number one pick in 2015. Uh, let's dive into that a little bit. Oh, man. Well, the app is, I think, for me, Do you know what you're doing? Man, I'm trying to pub. We trying to hype you up. Jackson, you got people you know? calling. Channing, stop calling Phil. Is he FaceTiming you? Jackson, Jackson oh. trying to FaceTime me, which is, which is at you least. You can put him on here? Which Who? is at least 10 times a day. His little Who? guy, Jackson. Jackson. Oh, little so, man? Yeah. So. Oh. Um, I was talking about Reggie Jackson. Oh, wow. <laughs> talking about Stanley Jackson? You talking about Tito Jackson? <laughs> talking about uh, Jesse, Jesse Jackson? Is that Action Jackson? Let's talk about, about Jewel Lloyd, 94 feet of game app. My bad, my bad. Talk about Jewel. Um, no, Jewel is, man, she is a phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. Um, I met Jewel through, through Kyrie and through Kobe. Um, her and Kobe were pretty close, and obviously – she's like probably the only athlete Kobe gave the the title. He, he gave her his name, the gold Mamba. And so she created her own little platform with it. Um, you know, she has the rights to it. And she just, when I actually got a chance to watch her play, I was, I was blown away. Like she's, she's super skilled. She's got a nice game. Obviously a two time WNBA champion. And uh, we part, you know, she wanted to, she wanted to work out. And when I got in the gym with her, she she said, look, I'd I like to be a part of your app. And the app is just a place that uh, it's like a community I've created. It just it's been like a lifelong project where I just wanted to be able to share my knowledge, how I train, how I teach and really not for athletes, but more so for coaches. Right. Coaches and trainers to understand how to teach the game better um, and some of the things that we do and what, what do guys at the next level do to be successful. So the app, you know, 94 Feet of Game app is, 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 is just, a, it's become a large community. Jewel is the face of basketball for women on the app. And we created uh, a whole Gold Mamba workout, which is 24 drills that uh, inspired, you know, inspired by Jewel, inspired by Kobe, some things that I've learned from Kobe. And we just kind of threw it into a, a melting pot and, and created a really nice workout. And it's pretty high level. You know, I, I would love to see Channing and, and RJ try to go through pieces of that workout. Hey, man. See, yeah, see you know what? Do you have uh, the Craig Hodges, Craig Hodges workout? That's what I want. <laughs> Wait a minute, man. Hold on. RJ. All I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say is like, yeah, you want to talk some shit to a 40-year-old, man. That 25-year, 28-year-old me would fucking eat that shit alive and then nah. have to go pass out. 25, I don't dribble. I never dribble. Had a three dribble limit. Richard. People, if you ever watch my game. It is hard to find me do anything more than three dribbles. That being said, three-point line to three-point line, good. And then three-point line <laughs> in, all you need is three dribbles. KYP, Three KYP. dribbles, I'm taking myself out the game. If I dribble it three times, it's not a dribble handoff. <laughs> That's it. Hey, know thyself. What are they saying? To KYP. Know thyself. Know thyself. Richard, didn't you just build a basketball court for your little boys? They could do yeah. Bill's app. On the basketball court, a hundred percent, they're gonna do Phil's app. Like, I like if they want to eat, if they want to eat, they're gonna do Phil's app. Phil's too expensive. Wait a minute, he said if they want to eat. Look, Phil. The problem with Phil is that, like, I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, give him a little rich, let him train him, but like, Phil's too expensive now. Phil's got like abs and shit. Like, and I'm like, I'm not calling in no favors. How much my app is? How much? I don't know. Is nine ninety nine. 
God oh, damn. Man. It's a man. We're in the middle and, of a pandemic. And, and for, you know, for the longest time, it was 99 cents. Well, this is my Whoa. thing. This is my thing. Real talk. Okay. I'll wait cool. for the Christmas, uh, the Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So, no. But, but, but Phil, you realize, I think wait, the internet single-handedly, I think the internet single-hand, not single-handedly, is a large reason why basketball is in a whole different place. Because when we were kids growing up, we didn't have dribbling basketball videos. We didn't have VHS. No. You would just have to like make up drills and then you would go to five star and there was random drills and you would take those home and do them or your high school coach do it. Now there are apps and there are things. There's so many more things. So it's like we were even talking about Steph Curry. Now kids today are watching Steph and Dame Lillard shoot from half court with accuracy in an all-star game. The fuck you think these kids are going to go out there and try and do? They're going to start training to do that. Now, I'm not saying like 10-year-olds are going to try and shoot from half court, but as their skills and bodies start to develop, they're not going to just be settled with the three-point line or NBA line. As their skills develop, they're going to keep pushing it back at an earlier age. So I would say 17, 16, you know, depending on your body type, like guys are going to be able to shoot from anywhere. We saw with with, uh, LaMelo Ball shooting half-court shots to start games, like, I'm afraid in a scary way where the game is going to be in 10 years with that, like the. Um, yeah, but the you know, the proof side of it though, RJ. The, yes, the internet has made basketball vast, but it also made it where you can put a lot of bullshit out there too. Oh, right? so speak on that. Is, no, no, this was, one on of the that. Reasons, this was one of the reasons why I created the app to help people understand and see what real training looks like. No bullshit. You know, keep your training functional and applicable to the game. Oh, good word. Some of the stuff that you see out there, and that's the other part of the internet. Now everybody thinks they can train and and throw medicine balls at people and throw chairs at people and you know, all this other goofy shit that you might see out there. You know, it's, it's, it was one of those things where I wanted to really help people understand that we're not reinventing the wheel, right? You can do some advanced things, but keep it keep it simple. You know, keep it applicable to the game. Ooh, there goes, what, do yeah. you do? What, do you, what do you see when you see that? When you see, because I see it all the time. Like, they're like, oh, look, this little half step quarter move and then a crossover, you got to drop your left leg and did this. And I'm like, there is no basketball that is that fucking, like, if you try and do something that is that mechanical and robotic, like, that's not like, because so much of moves is like how you're trying to get their body to move how you're trying to get them to lean. But there is so much shit I see on the internet on IG, and I just be like, oh, that, that's not right. <laughs> see, and look, this is coming from a player. I mean, you play at the highest level. So you guys look at it and identify it. But see, there's a lot of people, RJ, that don't they don't know, right? They haven't played the way you guys are playing. And even Ali, you know, you played, they, they haven't played. So what they're, what they're looking at, they don't, they don't really identify it and don't understand it. And sometimes I think the, the messaging and the teaching that's out there is just not right. Yeah. Well, shout out everybody. Kidding, did she? Did I, I know? I, I didn't. I didn't want to address that, Allie, because you just ignored it and like rolled your I eyes. I didn't ignore it. I heard it. Yeah, no, I'm saying you, but you didn't. Say, you I know. was just listening to Phil. Oh, okay. See, this is where the two to ten is going to go. <laughs> two to ten. Is gonna, oh, look, look, look! She's smirking right now. She's like, Jeez, right now. Yeah. Uh, well, well Phil, I, I was going to ask awesome. you a question. I forgot, Phil. I I love the app. We talked about it, you know, when we did our one-on-one uh, for Spectrum Sportsnet uh, during COVID because we, we dove into your app and the purpose and everything. I think it's awesome uh, what you're doing with Jewel Lloyd even more. You know, it's easy to sit here and talk about your experiences with NBA guys. Um, and it's every single day, all day. I've witnessed it. I've sat in practice and watched you work with guys. I mean, I can't forget that time where I posted on IG not too long ago when Braun actually did that move in game. And I've, I've seen it so many times. Like you say that the, the moves are simple, but I feel like they're complex within the move, right? And I, I just never understand how it translates what you're doing, obviously. It, it works, it is incredible. I think it's awesome. So shout out to you. Where can people get the app? $9.99 anywhere. Right. You can go to Google. You can. Uh, it's on Apple. It's everywhere. It's um. It's worldwide. That so Best Buy. You can go to. You can go to Best Buy and open up your Apple phone and get it. 
Touche. Um, anything else that we need to plug? I know you're wearing a hat that you want to send to us that we're really excited about. Nah, you know, I'm, I'm not, man, I'm not a big plugger. I know. That's why we're asking you to do it. What's Bayog? I'm going to send you guys some Be Your What's Own. What's B-Y-O-G? You know Bring your own is. gardener? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what is it? B-Y-O-G. Be Your Own Goat. Ooh. Be Your Own Goat. I like that. Ooh, okay. uh, wait, is that a sheep? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I used to walk sheep. What's that? What? Oh, come on, Allie. I did. Oh, guys, Allie. you guys, I was in 4-H Allie. for six years. I made six different outfits when I was like eight, what? eight to 12 years old uh, in 4-H. And I made clothes. And my whole thing was, it was called Ladies Lead at Our Fair. And so my outfits were made out of wool. And so, so then, and I won. 4-H? I was a champion. Do you have a picture? Yes, I do. A picture. I do, and I'll post it for this episode. No, you won't. No, yes, you I will. Yes, no, I you won't. won't. Okay, y'all. I'm hear very it. proud of that. Um, okay. okay. Hey, my, uh, my degree. Hold on, let me ask you and Tanya a question. How do you guys? I mean, all these era. How do you guys feel about your boys not being in the tournament? Fuck huh? Me. Arizona's Fuck not in the tournament. <laughs> If you ain't cheating, if we don't, you ain't if, trying. If we don't go to the tournament, hey, the next, if we don't go to the tournament for the next hundred years, if we don't go for the next hundred years, we'll have more tournament appearances than y'all. So shut up. What Hawaii? Are y'all still a school? I just asked a question, bro. No, like, shut up. I'm on the shut phone up. with two two Arizona cats. Don't look. Hey, we're just letting, we're, letting other, we're letting other people have a turn, right? Yeah. We're all about equal. Well, I think we reached their their soft. Spot. And you know what? You know what it is. I don't know what you're talking about because my girl Adia, my girl Adia is doing big things out there. Big things. Shout Adia out to women's basketball. She is doing big things. She so, just got a, we're a softball school. Hey, we 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 give props to the women's basketball, but we talking about the men's program right now. Oh oh oh, yeah, we oh. were talking about. No, so we Barnes. need to give more props. We're talking about yeah, Dia we're Barnes. talking about Adia Barnes. That's that's what we're just Adia Barnes. Just Adia Barnes. That you know, just shout Adia out the Barnes. women's basketball team. Good luck. We're rooting for y'all. I'm be watching. Hopefully, they improve your weight room because that was a joke. <laughs> no noises. <laughs> Again, you guys, he's 38 years old. 38 oh, years old. This is yo. Road 37 road. mother effort and by the way by the way i hear everything richard and thank you yes that needs what to I improve say? on the women's side it is a joke oh no oh. the the ncaa are gangsters man just well. you got to believe them when they show you they you got to believe them when they tell you they gangsters they don't care <laughs> uh, you don't okay. get one bet. You hundreds of that. people that work inside the ncaa make over a million dollars a year think about that go listen to i know there's so many out there right now but just go listen to our girl chanae gumake on this take she had an awesome take this morning couldn't say it any better hey for, for just for the record you two fucking banter back and forth on ig that shit is hilarious <laughs> okay we're gonna wrap this up with a another question that was sent into our um hotline if you will 657-522-5578 or 657-5 <laughs> Um, and this is a question for Channing, but Phil, before we started the podcast, made a comment about this. So this is why I'm going to use it um, because I think he'll have something to say too. The CJ from Utah. Question for Channing. What is the craziest random Snapchat, Snapchat you ever received? I'm asking because he blocked me after I randomly sent him something in 2015-ish. I didn't think he would open it. And then he follows up with- how- dick pics? Are you opening dick pics? <laughs> And then no. he followed up oh. with, how come yeah. RJ doesn't follow Channing on Instagram? Well, number one, 2015, Richard, was where we were Snapchatting the little Kev stuff. So I was getting random stuff between people being like, fuck you, Channing. And, you know, like people flicking me off and all type of shit. So people would like take a drink and be like, Channing, you watching this? I'd be like, block. I don't feel like dealing with this. <laughs> So oh. I could have just randomly blocked you. I haven't been on Snapchat in years. No offense, Snapchat people, but uh, <laughs> Richard doesn't follow me uh, just because I don't really post that much. I go through phases of posting a lot, and right now no, I don't follow him because my goal to is him. to have more followers than him. When is my goal is to have more goal? followers than him. I don't have no followers. I'm trying to get my followers up. Phil, <laughs> this is every day, Phil. This is why I moved as far away from Richard as possible. I mean, yeah, Portland. Good job. Portland. Yeah, boy. Get yeah, whatever. Hey, hey, Phil, what's up, man? What's good, RJ? Man, it's just good to see you, man. I'm just glad that the Lakers are playing well. Are uh, are y'all gonna are y'all gonna do make some noise this postseason? What's your story? Uh, man, what? 
We'll wait to the postseason. Are y'all, are y'all going? Are, I'm saying, are y'all going to repeat as champions? I mean, that's that's what we're here for, right, RJ? Yeah. Hey, bro. Yeah. Let's just say here, everybody here has rings, right? Like everybody here has championship rings. That's right. all that matters. And yeah. I'd like another one. I, yeah. I want I want one of those alley so, rings. So would I. I want one of those alley rings where it's like, what? That's an alley ring. Like, like you're a part of the you're a part of the broadcasting team, so you got a ring. I want one of those alley rings. I want one of. <laughs> I feel like that was rings. a backhanded compliment. No, like, no, no, no. Which I, I know. Just, I, I know. You know hey, Ali, just tell me if you want one of those rings. Maybe you should come work side by side with you then. No, 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 no. He's I'm already got fired from them. Twice. <laughs> I did work with the Lakers. They fired me. Twice. To answer your question, RJ, look, man, you play with you play with Bron. <clears throat> how Bron is, and you know how playoff Bron gets. So I think you know we're preparing. We get get AD back in the fold. I move, our team is is moving in the right direction, and we'll be ready to go when the playoffs start. You know, on that note, Paul. Oh. <laughs> you are wonderful. Hell. Loved having you. Only them two. Would, only them two would take it there, right? No, you said it. Only them right. two would take it there, man. You know, I get so excited to have guests on here just so that they get a glimpse into the life of. I already knew what I was walking into. Yeah, yeah. I knew. I knew what I was walking into. <laughs>